Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 24 Tripistapam kim ganayantya bhedya Tripistipam kim ganayantya bhedya Mantra brigunan anushikshitartha Mantra Brigunan Anushikshitarta Navipragovindaga Visharanam Navipragovindaga Visharanam Bhavantavadrani Nareshwaranam Vavantya Vedrani Nareshwaranam Tripista Pamkim Ganayanta Bhedya Mantra Brigunam Anushikshitartha Navipragovindagavisharanam Bhavyantya Vedrani Nareshwaranam Pista Pam All the demigods Including Lord Brahma Kim What Ganayanti They care for Avhedya Mantraha whose determination to carry out the orders of the supreme from of the spiritual master is unbreakable brigunam of the disciples of brigumuni like shukracharya anushikshitartha deciding to follow the instructions Na, not. Vipra, the Brahmanas. Govinda, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. Go, the cows. Isharanam, a person's favoring or considering worshipable. Bhavanti, are <coughs> Abhadrani any misfortunes <coughs> Nara Isharanam or of kings who follow this principle translation and purport by his Vangeshla Prabhupada Ki Jai because of their form determination to follow 
the instructions of the Sukracharya, his, his disciple, the demons, are now unconcerned about the demigods. In fact, kings or others who have determined faith in the mercy of the Brahmanas, cows and the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, and who always worship these three, are always strong in their position. Purport, from the instructions of Brahma, Lord Brahma, it is understood that everyone should very faithfully worship the Brahmanas, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and the cows. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is Gobramana Hitayacha. He is always very kind to cows and Brahmanas. Therefore, one who worships Govinda must satisfy him by worshiping the Brahmanas and cows. If a government worships the Brahmanas, the cows, and Krishna, Govinda, it is never defeated anywhere. At the present moment, all over the world, governments have no respect for Brahmanas, cows, and Govinda. And consequently, there are chaotic conditions all over the world. In summary, although the demigods were very powerful in material opulence, the, the demons defeated them in battle because the demigods had behaved dis disrespectfully towards the Brahmana, Brihaspati, who was their spiritual master. This is the um, success in Krishna consciousness has been explained here by Srila Prabhupada in the purport is to please the Vaishnavas, Brahmanas and worship the cows. Govinda is, is a name for Krishna, one who gives pleasure to the cows. Someone may say, oh, how can one be happy by just worshipping cows. What has that got to do with happiness? Cows are like dumb animals just eating grass. How we can just worship cows and be happy? That's uh, ridiculous. Someone may say like that, but it's mentioned here. Krishna's name is Govinda, one who gives pleasure to the cows. It's, a very, it's not very secret to be happy. Simply, one has to worship the cows. In India, they have Gopuja. They worship the cows like we do here. You know, they decorate the cows with balloons and the horn, garland, flowers. They even worship with, like they worship Krishna. So, it's a very pleasing thing because cows are very peaceful animals. Devotional culture is, spiritual culture is the culture of bhakti, where we learn how to acknowledge the Vedic principles, dharma, scriptural instructions, how to respect others, how to respect animals. Every living entity that born are to be respected. What to speak of the Brahmanas and Vaishnavas? There's no question of pleasing Krishna. One has to first of all please the Guru. Here, Indra offended his spiritual master. And that is the defeat of everything. 
You cannot make any spiritual advancement in spiritual life if you defeat, if you are, you will be defeated by Maya. You will be fallen if you disrespect a Vaishnava, if you disrespect your spiritual master. That is the instruction here in this purport and the verse. So how it is connected, worshiping the cows and the spiritual master. The idea is they're all connected. <clears throat> because you have to first of all understand the, that the, there is a Vedic principle. There is laws and order in the universe. And especially in the spiritual life in the life of a devotee, there are principles, Vedic principles. Just like to run a society, there is sets and rules and regulations to run a smooth society. Similarly, to make spiritual advancement in spiritual life, in Krishna consciousness, the life of a devotee, one has to follow Vedic principles. That Vedic principle is how to learn to respect. Learn to respect your guru. Learn to respect the Vaishnavas in general. Respect one another. So that is the principle here, Vedic principle. The prin that principle is the higher principle of bhakti. The culture of bhakti is how we can live a life of Krishna consciousness. To progress in spiritual life, to make spiritual advancement, we have to follow these Vedic principles of the Sastra scriptures. These books are not just ordinary books that teaches you ABC in the, in a, in a school. These are scriptures written by Krishna, God himself. Bhagavat Pranitam. So, <clears throat> we are living in a community of devotees. In the community of devotees, we have to learn to respect each other to satisfy the Vaishnavas. In order to satisfy Krishna, you have to satisfy the devotees of Krishna. There's no quarreling amongst the devotees. There's no quarreling. There's animal society. They're always bickering and quarreling with each other. <coughs> they don't have respect. They don't have love. It's centered around themselves. Just like we had the kirtan. We are singing and dancing for Krishna. You may say, how, do, how can they hear? They're just standing there. They are statues. That's the, they are hearing. They are in the form of the deity. In this temple, Krishna is manifested himself in the form of a deity. We are alive and we can hear. We have to be told a million times before we can sink in to understand what we are talking about or someone who tells us that we can learn something. We have a body, we are moving around and we are not able to follow the instructions. But Krishna, He is there. He knows everything. Isharanam is mentioned, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Isharanam. He's the source of everything. He's sitting in the heart of all the living entities as a super soul. So if you can understand the Vedic principle, 
then you will know everything will be successful in spiritual life. When you give someone something, perhaps money or food, somehow you give something to someone, they feel very satisfied. That's why Grihastas, they invite the brahmacharis or invite a devotee to your home and you feed them, you give them dakshina. It's a very satisfying feeling. That satisfaction is not that you want a million dollars. The satisfaction is very subtle, very spiritual. That pleasure, the happiness, spiritual pleasure, is very deep. That cannot come from any sensual pleasure. That spiritual pleasure is very deep. So when we are happy, that is a sign of our health. A healthy feeling is when you are ah, very happy. And you feel, you know, in India they have laughing yoga. People can't even laugh or smile. So they have a yoga to make you laugh because it opens your lung. People so stuck up and for stress and anxiety, they can't smile even. This is why we have the Hare Krishna temple. Sing and dance in the early morning in the Early morning. Who gets up that early in the morning? Three, four in the morning and you come to the temple, sing and dance. <clears throat> but before you do anything, you have to please the Brahmanas. You have to please the Vaishnavas. What we say, what comes out of our mouth, is very pleasing to hear. I say something nice, Hare Krishna Prabhu, Harival Mataji. It's a very pleasing feeling. In every language, they always say to each other, how are you? We don't say, how are you? Because we're not well. But you can say, Hare Krishna. Yeah, I'm fine. But behind doors, you're not fine. Oh yeah, I'm fine, you're fine, everybody's fine. But we're not. Underneath in our heart, we are full of misery. So, like it says here, misfortune, misfortune. In Kali Yuga, people are lazy, unguided, and unfortunate. But in Hare Krishna, chanting Hare Krishna, associating with sadhus, associating with the devotees, all the misgivings are gone. Poof! Out of the window. People say, oh, you are very unlucky. If you have more money, you are lucky. If you are bhakti, you have love for Krishna, you are Krishna conscious. You are free from material desires. You are free from um, misgivings in life. That is luck. So many people have a lot of wealth, but they are very stressful. Devotees, we don't have anything. But we have Krishna. We have devotion for Krishna. We know how to associate with each other. We know how to live a life of happiness. Life of a devotee is full of happiness. So this Hare Krishna movement, Prabhupada always mentioned the Hare Krishna movement in the Bhagavatam. The last Sunday I gave the class with a little bit strong, but today I had to 
tell the same thing, but palatable. You have to learn to accept Krishna consciousness in various ways. Oh, Prabhu, you're too heavy. Maya is beating us all the time. And that's not heavy. You go to work every day, foaming at the mouth, when you come home and you can hardly walk. You have to throw yourself on your sofa. You can't hardly even, you can hardly, you don't even have the energy to turn the TV on. And I speak something strong. Oh, it's too heavy, Prabhu. Maya's kicking us, whipping us. Oh, I love it. I don't mind that. Srila Prabhupada, he was very heavy. Guru means one who is heavy, heavy with knowledge. Like a knife. Chuck! Cut your ignorance. We have some knife in the kitchen, don't even cut the vegetables. They say it's, it's, very, it's very safe because it doesn't cut you. But doesn't even cut the vegetables. So, my point is that we have to understand. When devotee tells you, it's a good thing. Of course, they're not beating with a stick. Our time, when I first joined the Hare Krishna movement in the 1970s, whoever was giving the Bhagavatam class, they had a stick, gong stick. You know, they have small gong stick there. They throw at you if you're falling asleep. And the sannyasis, they have, a, they have a water gun under the chadar. And he fall asleep, chuck! He didn't know where the water came from. He wake you up. So we have to wake up in spiritual life. Not only we are sleeping physically, but we are also ignorant. Thick ignorance, like a buffalo. Buffalo is very thick skin. You can whack it with a stick. Boing, boing. Ah, Ormaro. They don't even feel it. Sometimes we have to speak a little bit heavy. The guru is not there to massage you. Oh, come here, oh, very nice temple. Oh, you can sleep on it. Because it's cooling, it's marble floor. This temple, our temple, is gone. It's a place of learning. This is a place of learning, the learning, the sastra. How to be God conscious, how to develop love for Krishna, love for all the living entities, love for the universe, through the knowledge, not sentimentally, to understand deeply what we are doing here. What is the purpose of my being of Hare Krishna, a devotee of Krishna? So this. No, we have to know that the principles of bhakti is, is not just to, um, it's a very shallow thing. It's very deep understanding. We have so many books here. Nowadays people are writing books. Have you studied Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam nicely? Page to page, each page. I remember the first Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam class I gave, first time, first time. Brindavan, Iskan Brindavan. That's part of the Bhakti Shastri training. He had to give a class in the temple.
And my teacher was sitting with this many books. Oh, I was sitting with this many books. So everything I say have to be referenced from the books. No speculation. It's part of the training. The teacher, there's five teachers in the class. They're all marking what he's saying. At the end of the class, you don't have a question, the teachers have. It's part of the Bhakti Shastri training. And you were thinking, oh, the Bhakti Shastri is so difficult. He, he tried to give a class in Krishna Balaram on the Vrindavan with 10 sannyasis sitting. So we learn Krishna consciousness voluntarily, out of love. We want to. We want to learn about Krishna because we love Krishna. Just like anything, you love something, you want to do it. You want to force yourself to do it. So this bhakti yoga is such a wonderful process of devotional service. So, but we have to know how to do it. Don't offend the Vaishnava. Don't offend the Brahmanas. That's the, this, this verse. Don't offend the Brahmanas and the Vaishnavas. Krishna is displeased when you offend a Krishna's devotee. So it says here, you should not, if you should not offend a brahmana, cow, and govinda, Krishna. But if you offend a brahmana, automatically you're offending govinda. Because Krishna is displeased when his devotees are hurt. So all of you are devotees. Everyone is devotee. Um, a, a brahmana... A, a Vaishnava, he sees a dog, a cat, or a cow, a brahmana, an elephant. He sees all equally because he sees the soul within all those bodies. So sometimes we have, a, we have two legs, two arms, but we behave like an animal. Duipada Pashu, two-legged animals. I remember uh, early days they used to uh, they they used to have drama in the temple skits on Sunday and they do different plays. There's these dramas, the plays they they are like uh, um, philosophy, and then they would distribute books. We have many book distributors, so they would be in the street distributing books. This is part of the drama. And somebody would come smoking. And the devotee would, first thing, he'd take his cigarette, throw it on the ground, and squash it with his feet. And then two devotees would come, two books distributor, grab his arm, chant Hare Krishna in his ear, both ears. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And then selling a book, he had no choice. So sometimes you have to be forceful. It's not easy to distribute books. They're reading the score. It's a glorious activity to distribute books. You're giving knowledge. No, 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 I already have the books. How many people tell you that? I already having. I'm having many, many at home. When did you read? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Getting dusty, but uh, sometimes I read it like that. 
especially people from India. Oh, I have having Bhagavad Gita, I have Bhagavatam, everything. But I never read. There's one Mataji here, uh, Mahalakshmi Mataji. She's expert book distributor. Even if we are in Harinam, we see people driving, he stopped the car and distributed the driver. Whew. Full of Shakti. I go out distribute books, nobody stops. They look at me and say, who is this guy? <laughs> and they just walk off. <laughs> so it's a very difficult to preach to someone about Krishna. Very difficult activity. But what pleases Krishna is when you can preach his glories. Krishna says, those who preach my glory, they're very dear to me. Do we take what is difficult, those activities we voluntarily accept on behalf of the Guru and Krishna. That's what pleases the Guru. Hard work. It wasn't easy for Srila Prabhupada, our spiritual master. He has this beautiful temple today. All over the world we have so many nice temples. This is the work of one man, Prabhupada. Always remember that because of the mercy of Prabhupada, we have these facilities today. We are none other than the mercy of Prabhupada. We are made up of mercy of Prabhupada. We are his mercy. Prabhupada's mercy. We are made up of Prabhupada's mercy. This is the result. Like Jesus Christ. They always say, bathe in the blood of Jesus. They're not bathing in the blood of Jesus. Jesus was himself worked hard. Blood is coming, but they're not recognizing Jesus. So if you want to recognize your guru, if you want to recognize Krishna, first of all, you have to learn to respect the guru. And respect each other. Work each other cooperatively, happily. Shushukam kartamabhayam. Devotional service is an act of love. It's performed with devotion. It's performed with happiness. It's not just a talk. We are giving a class and, and, and basogya. See you next time. This is the act. This is lifestyle. What we say is a lifestyle. We have to live by our own example. So understand the principle of bhakti, of devotional service, is the principle, the highest culture, the highest uh, culture of love, uh, of, of Godhead. That's a proper love of Godhead, love of God. When you talk about love, Love can only come when you can give your love to Krishna, when you can develop love for Guru, when you can develop love for Vaishnavas, when you can develop love for, develop love for Krishna, when you can really understand what is love, real love. Devotion, devotional service, worship. When you worship, if you love someone, you don't worship them. With Arati, your husband, you don't, you know, when the husband come home, She's not um, worshipping with the flower and incense. Only Krishna deserves that. So worship is the highest form of devotion. It's more than, that is the definition of love, worship. 
pure love for Krishna. We just love each other because we can get something out of each other. You take care of me, I take care of you, huh? Okay. You buy me a house, then I'll be with you. You live under the tree, bye-bye. Real love, you stick with each other, no matter what. That is the definition of love. So Krishna may put you in a difficult situation where you have nothing. But my dear Lord Krishna, I love you. No matter what, where you put me, what condition, I still will serve you. Unconditional love. That is bhakti. You will not find that in this world. Everybody wants something from each other. But the real love, Krishna. Krishna is in the heart of all the devotees. All the living entities. I don't love you. I don't believe in God. But still in your heart. Elephant is not coming to the temple. Chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, dancing. Chanting 16 rounds of bead bag. But he's still getting his food. Krishna's providing. When you can understand that God is the supreme personality of God, is the source of everything, He's providing for everyone, then we will know how to love Him. Hidhesha Arjuna Tishtati. Krishna says, I'm the sitting in the heart of Arjuna. He's telling Arjuna, in the heart of all the living entities. I'm sitting. You are not sitting in the heart of all the living entities. You wish. Only Bhagwan, he's sitting in the heart of all the living entities. Yet he is there in the temple. He's omnipotent, almighty. We are just his spark. It's just a speck of dust. We always say, I'm the speck of dust at the feet of my guru. It's not just a saying. We have to have, actually we have to feel that way. We are just nothing. We are just a small speck of dust and the feet of the Vaishnavas. When you say that, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to be humble and respectful. When I was, when I was in England, they always said, be a gentleman. Because they always very like a police, very gentleman. You can poke the policeman with a stick. They don't hurt you because they're very gentle. You know, they're standing, you know, we poke him and stuff to test if he is disturbed. So we have to be very, very gentlemen, Vaishnavas. Respect each other. At the same time, we're also heavy. At the same time, we, we know what we are doing. We, we are also full of knowledge. We are chanting Hare Krishna. But doesn't mean we are dumb people. We are full of knowledge. We have so many books. I'm speaking these things. I didn't learn in school. Learn from the Guru, from the temple, from Gurukul, from, from being here with the devotees. You, learn, you don't learn these things in the, in the university. They teach you economy, material things, how to live material life, earn money and, and, and suffer. So, Guru's mercy is everything. Sri Guru Charana Padma Kevalavakati We're singing every day. 
Kevalava is the only shelter. Kevala, only shelter, is the shelter of the Guru, the spiritual master. A disciple doesn't even eat unless the Guru tells it to eat. That is the extent of surrender. Yeah, who is your Guru? Uh, Radhana Swami, oh, your Prabhupada. Are we following his instruction? Or we just have a Guru because it's a fashion to have a Guru? Or my Guru, so and so. Your Guru will be pleased if he follows his instruction. That's how. Prabhupada is not here, but he's here in his instruction. He's not knocking on your door in the morning. Come to Mangalarati. But he's his instruction. He, Prabhupada is the one who introduced this system. Mangalarati, Sandhyarati, chanting 16 rounds, follow the principles. It's not a joke. You come whenever you feel like you don't want to do it. You, this is the principle. Prabhupada introduced this system. Like a sandwich. Morning program, evening program, at midday you do service. Like a sandwich. The words, they, they say it like that. Like you go to work very hard every day. You have a family to take care of. It's not easy. It's very stressful. Bring the money and pay for your mortgage. Everything is not just ha ha ha. There's a lot of work involved in life to have a family. It's not that you have a wedding and oh, basogia. You have there's so much responsibility in family life, isn't it? So similarly, we also have a responsibility to serve our spiritual master, to follow the Vedic the rules and regulations. This is the spiritual reg the the the, the um, responsibility to be Krishna conscious on top of the responsibility of family life. It's not just one thing. What makes you happy is not everything. Our whole process is to please your Guru. Our whole process is to please Krishna. It's not just you're the center of everything. Krishna is in the center of everything. Our spiritual master is a via media to Krishna. Evam parampara praptam. The chain of disciplic succession is through Guru. Guru is the one who leads you to Krishna. Via media Guru is to Krishna. By the mercy of Guru, you can know Krishna. Spiritual master. Before you can introduce to Guru, you have to have the mercy of the devotees. Your friend. All these Guru, all these kids, all they, your friend is... Your, your, your friend is your other friend who are all devotees. You go to the school, they're not devotees. Lunchtime they're having meat sandwich and you're having chapati offered to Krishna. So these kids, they are born from a devotee. You are devotees. So you're showing us how to live a spiritual life from the childhood. Varna Shankara. Those who are born, just eating and sleeping and dying, there's unwanted population. So if you have a child, you can make him Krishna conscious. Otherwise, there's going to be another karmi. So, 
All of us are like the spiritual master. Because the spiritual master is telling us how to tell others about Krishna. Whomever you meet, you tell them about Krishna. So you are like a spiritual master. This is the instruction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instruction is that you tell others about Krishna. But you have to know who Krishna is. They give you a slap. <laughs> who is Krishna? Uh, I don't know. You're distributing books, you, you, you must know what's in it. Isn't it? So, this whole culture of Krishna consciousness is the culture of pure love for Krishna. How to love the Guru, how to love the Vaishnavas, and live a happy life together, Krishna consciousness. And the cows, and the brahmanas, and many people have dogs, cats. Okay, it's fine, because the only thing in it is, is devotees. Better to have a, a cat or a dog than have a, somebody who is two-legged behave like an animal, as a pet. So, um, you have to learn the culture of devotional service from a devotee, from the spiritual master. And then the spiritual master will um, always is there in our heart, Chaita Guru, the spiritual master, also as a, the, 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 the super soul in your heart, it's telling us always, guiding us to a sincere devotee. So there's um, sometime uh, and this why this is why here is mentioned the cows. Why cows? Cows they produce milk. Every one of us, when we are born, we take milk, not beer. You come, uh, baby. They don't have a baby beer. We're born. We 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 raise on milk. Mother cow. That's why you call cow's mother. Father bull, flying the field. So to respect the cow like a mother, because your mother's giving us milk. And Krishna's favorite animal is cow. I heard he also has a dog. But obviously cows. Yeah, so. Go Brahmanahitayacha. You please the cow, take care of the cows. We have farm community where they, where they, where they have cows and, and, and people working in the field. It's a very nice thing. I, I was in their age, very small boy. I had cow as a pet. You don't know. Cow and a calf. I said, I don't want to go to school. I hate school. I'll I want to take care of cow. So my parents gave me a cow and a calf. I said, I want to learn how to milk. We didn't know how to do milk. We had to get someone to do the milking. Now they're putting water in the milk. Chemical here. So we had our own cow. And the milk that, that we got that from, the, that from the cow, that milk was for, for all the kids. We had three boys. So we drank milk, 
fresh milk from the cow. They make sweet rice and rasgulla. Uh, uh, so nice. That's why I'm strong. Because I had fresh milk when I was born. Not, not other things. Not alcohol. So the cows are such a beautiful animal. I saw in the Facebook, somebody have a cow, they bought in the bedroom. I lay down on their bed and stuff. So, okay, that's a bit too much. <laughs> they, they need a goshala, not in the bedroom. <laughs> but that's, that's nice, they have that respect. They worship the cows like that. So if you are a meat eater, then you have to understand, you have to learn to um, gradually give up meat eating. It destroys mercy, destroys compassion. Ahimsa is violent. You have to be non-violent. I teach yoga, they tell, if you do very strong, heavy asana, this non-violent because you're hurting yourself. But this is more than that. If you hurt an animal, that's non-violent too. And eat their flesh. They're moving. And they chop and eat it. Then they're not moving anymore. You're taking their life. You don't have the authority to take someone's life. Can you produce life? Prabhupada used to say, I give you all the chemical, everything, produce a life. Oh, in the future, they said that... 50 years ago, 100 years ago, they already feature. They can't produce life. Life comes from life. So if you want to, so you have to learn, Krishna, God created the life. We don't have the power to take someone's life. Someone's walking, chop, and you put it all, uh, spices and eat. <laughs> Oh, I don't believe this. We have, the animals don't have soul. Only we have the soul. We don't even know what is soul. They talk about soul. Anything that moves has a soul. The, the, the consciousness, the movement, is, is a symptom of the soul. They don't have eyes. They, they want to see. This doesn't have eyes. If your son or daughter can't speak, they're deaf and dumb, chop and eat it. So animals, they have their own way of expression. But they're born here, they have to be taken care of. Similarly, I'm just giving you a little bit of um, animal, you know. And so all the living entities, animals or not animals, everything that moves is, Krishna says, everything that comes from me. All material and spiritual is his creation. So you have to learn to understand this more clearly from the Bhagavatam. A devotee doesn't even want to hurt an ant. When they say something, then it can hurt someone. Hey, you! You rascal, you worst words. Then there's quarrel. Throwing missiles at each other. 
whole city is gone. Before they used to throw missile that can hurt your baby in the womb and not hurt you. Now they have a missile, everything is gone. They are more advanced than now. So what I'm saying is that if Krishna says you kill, then you kill. Like the Kurukshetra. Krishna didn't tell us to kill someone when they're walking. It was a selected place in the Kurukshetra area amongst those who want to fight. Not destroy everyone, the whole city and the people and the kids, children, women. A holy war. No, it wasn't that. So, if you want to be pra practice bhakti, you have to learn the art of loving. Not just loving your own children and family. Everyone. All the living entities. Everyone is Krishna's creation. Everyone has a right to live. People see they have cat and dog because they're not getting enough of love from the parents or from the people. So they need animals to, to have friendship and, and uh, <coughs> express your affection. But it's a good thing. We have to understand deeply that we are here to give all our love for Krishna. And understand this clearly, the points we're talking about. And at the same time, um, we can learn with each other and, and live with each other in a Krishna conscious way by practicing Krishna consciousness. Today is also a very special day. Uh, <clears throat> we have one devotee uh, in this temple. Many people, you come and go. Some are born new. I've been here the first time I came to Melbourne Temple in 1985. Who is here in 1985? I used to come from Sydney and, and, and meet the devotees here because they had good pusharam here. That's the reason I came here. <laughs> and so there was one devotee here from 1985, that time. And that devotee is still here and practicing Krishna consciousness in this temple since that time. And today he is what, anniversary of 50 years, is it? 60 years. 60 years. And he's been in this temple. And I was here. I was the first one to see him at that time. Yeah. Not only him, I saw many come and go, but he's here. He didn't go. That's why we're celebrating. If you go away, we don't have, we can't see you anymore, we can't celebrate. So someone who's here, 30 years as a devotee, Melbourne Temple, then we, they deserve the celebration. Isn't it? And his name is? Karananidhi Prabhu. Yeah. So, I have been to many temples. They don't give as much as love as they give to each other. I'm talking about this in this class like they do in this temple. I just went in the kitchen, there's hardly you can walk. Everybody's cooking because they are, they are celebrating today. I think this is like a, like a half-day Janmashtami. 
And we're so lucky, we don't have to fast till midnight. We can have a big, huge feast breakfast. Yeah! That's what Krishna consciousness is. To celebrate the life of Krishna's devotee. It's so pleasing. It's not that we please Krishna and then neglect the devotees. It's simultaneously. You have to please Krishna's devotee to please Krishna. Together. Combination. Combine it together. Can uh, Karananidhi Prabhu stand up? Can you stand up? Yeah. This Prabhu here. Yeah. Hare Krishna. <coughs> uh, later. <coughs> Not here in the class. <coughs> There's, uh, we're already glorifying in a different way. So the thing is, uh, if I, I have been to many temples. After I came to Melbourne Temple, they do this uh, birthday ceremony in a big way. I was thinking, wow, I was just amazed. That's one reason I like it here. Like every year the birthday comes, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Sometimes they, they even like organize a, a limousine to get in and take you to a devotee's house. I, I love it. With big pusharam. Like, <clears throat> so it's a nice feeling to make others happy. Isn't it? When you make Krishna's devotee, they're thinking, I'm nothing. I'm the servant of my guru. Prabhupada was praised. I saw Prabhupada when he walked in the temple in Mayapur. Srila Prabhupada. He doesn't walk like us. He's very elegant, like a king. He's walking like, you know, <laughs> heads up. So I said to my teacher, Prabhupada is so proud. He's always looking like that. <laughs> then my teacher said, don't be so um, offensive. Prabhupada is looking at Krishna. When I look at oh. Big chest coming out. The prophet looking at me, looking at Krishna. And, he's, and he puts each other like this. Like all the way out here. And like that. So elegant. And he drinks his glass of water like. When he's called Bhagavatam class. Not one dripping. Straight in the mouth. Like a king. <clears throat> I sat down the Vasasan Guru Puja time. Every devotee had a garland. Practically. Whoever could get a garland or a vase or a flower, not just. I've seen some devotees here, they're doing offering flower from like a miles away. Prabhupada sitting there. So we used to go right up to Prabhupada and give him the garland. And Prabhupada had garland up to here. You can, see, you can hardly see his face, it's, it's full of garland. And then I was thinking, what's he going to do with those garlands? Up to here, you can like. But Prabhupada is so nice, he could have said, ah, enough, don't give me any more garland. But he accepted it. And he was taking, he was waiting, he's waiting, he's going to throw those garlands to the devotees. So he had, Jaya Prabhupada, the kids are roaring. I said, Jaya Prabhupada, half the people are not even after dancing. Everyone's looking, prashti, catching. When Prabhupada was here, Jaya Prabhupada, Everybody off the floor. You can't see anyone on the ground. All in the air. <laughs> the love, Prabhupada loved dan devotees dancing in front of him. And he's going like this. We're already up here. We, we, I was your age. I could dance like a poop, like a spring in the leg, so high. 
Prabhupada, not enough. <laughs> he wants to touch the sky. And then he would take this garland one by one and throw out the devotees. We never saw the garland because everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then Prabhupada had a huge vase. Somebody gave rose vase. And he was keeping it to the side. And then towards the end he threw that. Everybody wanted to get that. And then this is Bhagavatam class. The floor, marble floor like this, was stained with flour. So we, we sit down with dhoti, all stained. You can't get the stain off the, your clothes, even if you get chemicals. So next morning, no, next day we come for the program, everybody's stained. They try to wash. Nobody cared. It's Prabhupada's mercy. We are so excited when Prabhupada was here. So this way, um, you have to, even if you don't understand, if you can practice Krishna consciousness, that, that enthusiasm, the enthusiasm for chanting Hare Krishna to be with the devotees, it will, it will spark deeply, enlightened. Sometimes devotees say, how can I increase my faith? Just be here, that's all. Just participate in the kirtan. Just be with the devotees. Take pusharam together. You don't have anything to do here. At least you can just be here with us. That's all. Just part of the family. When I came here first time, this time, they had to preach to me. I come to the temple, because I was away from the temple 15 years in China. And I said, no, I don't go to the temple. So our temple authority said, just come here, just be here, that's all. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. As soon as I walked through the door, I don't know, it was a festival day or something. There was like devotees everywhere, ocean of devotees. Everywhere look at devotees. And they all had something they're putting in there, they're eating, Pusharam. That's why he said, just be here. Because once you walk in here, you will change. You feel like, oh, I want to be here. Because it's so pleasing to be Krishna's devotee. So, ah, Hare Krishna, Hare Like, if I become a devotee, what will happen to me? You become happy. You'll f life becomes full of joy. So just be here. That's all you have to do. You don't have to do much. If you don't know the scriptures, you don't know the knowledge, that will gradually come. Just be part of the family. Family of Krishna, family of Prabhupada. Your family is Krishna's family. Don't think it's your family or it's my. It's all Krishna's. Your love for your children and your daughter, you become more intense if you think in a Krishna conscious way. Any questions? I have 10 minutes. No walking out before 9 o'clock. <laughs> Someone else giving class, maybe, not when I'm giving. Questions? One, at least one question. Otherwise, I'll sit here till nine o'clock. <laughs> yes, Prabhu. Yeah. 
when I joined the uh, Mayapur 1973, they chose me to work in the Gosala, because they said, you are strong. And all the other kids, they had to pick flower, very easygoing work. So that was all strong. Not like today. Working in Gosala at that time, very hard work. Now they have like electric, everything, water pumps. We had to pump, hand pump the water and wash the cow with the, you know, it's a lot of work. Clean all the cow down. It's like, I hated it. But they said, it's devotional service, Prabhu. <laughs> <laughs> like they all have said. Someone sitting out with a chair, you know, talking about devotional service. And I was doing the real devotional service. <laughs> I didn't tell them that. So, of course, if you had the right attitude, and I remember one time, the cow stepped on me. If the cow stepped on you, they also know they stepped on you, but they quickly they pick up their feet. But it'll be hurting like hell. So I pick it up. Uh, I was just, so I'm making a big scene. So everybody says, in India, they all have something. The medicine or they give you advice. They said, if you take your feet, the, the cow that's breathing, you put in their face. Let them breathe on it and you'll feel better. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not easy to bring your feet to the cow's face. So I lifted me up and, and it felt good. <laughs> really did. <laughs> it's a blessing. And there was one Prabhu here, Kurma Prabhu. His name is Kurma Prabhu. Very famous devotee. He was my teacher once in the Gurukul. Then I left the school. He, he was taking care of all the cows in Vrindavan, like all the sick cows. And, he had big goshala. So I came from Hong Kong, and me and my friend, and we went to see him. I said, I have this friend, Kurma Prabhu, he's taking care of all his cows. And he, I said, at least you got to give a big donation. So he was rich, I'm not rich. I said, you have to give. So he gave like a thousand bucks. He's like, oh, phew. And then he gave us cheese, that homemade, that he made cheese from the cows, um, you know, paneer. He passed away. When they were cremating his body at the Jamuna, there was no cows. Suddenly, so many cows are coming, they were crying. They told me. So the cows, they, they, they can, you can have a, a relationship with the cows. So, just by serving cows, because if you serve cows, uh, you, you, will, you will be humbled. You will be chanting Hare Krishna, you will be associating with devotees. And naturally, you just feel that way. It's a humble service. And those cows in Vrindavan, they're not ordinary cows. And Mayapur and Holy Dhams in our temples. Even I see cat and dog running across. I don't know who they are. Maybe you didn't, you're not chanting Hare Krishna and you're not coming to the temple. You become a cat and dog in our temple. <laughs> I never know. And they're running around. Ah, there goes uh, this Prabhu from, you know. <laughs> So be careful. We had a golden opportunity to go back to Godhead. Take it seriously. Otherwise, you can become a... Sometimes they, so one devotee asked me, would you like to be a monkey in Vrindavan or a buffalo? Or a, or a pig? I said, I don't want to be a monkey. But we should not wanting to be anything. Like, we should just want to go back to God while you're in the human body. Don't wait till you take a body of an animal in the next life. So you might become animal. 
But the thing is, we have the opportunity now to go back to Godhead and, and, and take this process seriously. So the cows, cows are very, very, very nice animals. And I was just telling you, I had a calf and, 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 a, and a milking cow. Something really bad happened. And so I didn't eat for a week and I was crying every day for a week. Like my toys are gone. I woke up in the morning, the cough was gone. You know, somebody took the cough. In India, they have like Hindus, Muslims, different area. They came and took the cough at night. They cut the rope. Could we have open Goswala? Those days. So, uh, so we, you can uh, see how when we are brought up, how we are brought up. In, in, the, in the life, if you are brought up as a devotee, uh, we learn these things. They are you know, Krishna's favorite animal, and uh, Krishna's devotees, cows. And not just in Vrindavan, Mayapur, everyone is a devotee. Even a grass, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, I don't want you to take a body as a grass so the devotees can step on me. So if there is grass there, you can step on them. They are devotees. They're getting a mercy. We're living in Melbourne, there's no grass even, it's all concrete. And I lived in Hong Kong for five years. If you want to see grass, you have to go to the mountain. <laughs> it's all concrete. If you, want to, if you want to find a place to sit down, none. Everything's allocated, where you can see it, where you cannot. Where there's park, there's one area, there's park. It's all concrete. There's somebody will tell you, get off. So impersonal. Before, there was cows. Everybody has a cow as a pet because they had land. People lived in the countryside. Now everybody wants to come to the city. You go to the countryside, it's empty. Oh, yeah, city. People go far away to come to the city to work and go back every day. But actually, life is very simple. We want to live like this. It's actually we don't have to. Simple living, high thinking. They're making it everything opposite. High living, simple thinking, whatever. <laughs> so that's why life is very complicated. Even if you're a million dollar, you're sleeping on a million dollar, doesn't mean you can eat 50 chapatis. Same as a poor man. Your ability to enjoy is also limited. So life is simple. You can live off the ground, have a cow, have milk from the cow, fresh water from the river, some fruit, a flower to offer to Krishna. That's all. How much do you need to live a life? Yeah, you go to the you go to the countryside. They hardly ever get sick. They they're breathing in fresh air. You go to the city. Every time you go to the doctor, there's about ten people sitting there, suit and tie, waiting to be seen. They work in the, in the office. They're always sick. Work in the field, the cows, animals, they're never sick. They're strong. So we are bringing sickness onto ourselves. If you live a simple life from farm, from natural food that you produce in the farm, live fresh milk from the cow, fresh water from the river, you'll never be sick. In India, even bottled water they're putting, not normal water. I get sick in India from bottled water only. 
And they say, oh, this is really good water, bisleri. I went last time, I was sick. Third day I was sick, damn sick. One month, even came back here, I was sick. The next time I went, coconut every day. No water. The coconuts, like, drink coconut, fill it up with a bottle. You can't even drink water. You can't breathe air. And they are advanced society, technology. We are living in hell, actually. What Krishna has given, God's given us, we're destroying it. And we're thinking, and we're living in a very healthy environment. We're not. You see, the temple room here, this is the healthy environment. It's not only we are enlivened here by Krishna consciousness, by Chani Hare Krishna. So this is, this is the atmosphere of uplifting the soul. That's another, that's the highest level of, of Krishna consciousness. Nine o'clock. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Hare Krishna.